0: I always say that my gut is smarter than my head because I don't always listen to it. One thing that I've learned is that the easiest way to kind of turn up the volume on those intuitive messages is by listening to it and taking action on the stuff that it tells me to do, whether that's decision-making or new directions for my business or new creative things to do. when I take action, it means that the future messages that come in are so much more clear. When I don't take action, that's when things go wrong, because I've made the wrong decision for myself. Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast with your host, Tina Conroy. Gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. Explore spiritual topics, including intuition, healing, wellness, yoga, vibrant living,
1: and more. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. This week's episode is sponsored by my new full course, Chaos to Flow. Six weeks to recommit to your spirit. We begin October 4th online. Recommit to your spirit as we connect to meditation, chanting, journaling, and so much more. If you register before September 18th, I'm gifting a complimentary intuitive reading. Doors close September 29th. Go ahead and check it out at tinaconroy.com and find the tab chaos to flow now a little disclaimer about today's episode as i was interviewing holly wharton my dog decided to make a little appearance so you may hear some barking or some tapping around so just a little fyi chance that's my dog decided to just stick around the podcast Holly Wharton helps women entrepreneurs dissolve their visibility blocks and limiting beliefs around money and success so that they can take easy, inspired action and grow their businesses to new heights. Using a unique process called heart-centered energy work and drawing on her 18 plus years of business experience, Holly is able to quickly cut through the noise and straight to the heart of any feelings of stuckness, frustration, doubt, overwhelm, and anything else that comes up when business isn't going as well as we'd like. Holly ran her first business for 10 years, building it up to become a multi-million dollar enterprise. When she went into the coaching world, she was confident that she had the business and marketing skills she needed to set up a new company, and she did. But she struggled to grow her new venture quickly because she encountered fears, blocks, and limiting beliefs that she didn't even know she had. She discovered that pushing forward and taking action just wasn't enough. She needed to transform her mindset and release her blocks as this was the only way to take the right actions to move her new business forward. If you struggle with showing up in your business with confidence and authenticity, if you resist taking big actions because of fears and doubts, if you know deep down that it's possible to create something bigger and yet you're not, Holly can help. Check out Holly, her podcast, and go subscribe. Business Mindset Podcasts, many books on Amazon. She's on YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, and Instagram. Hollywharton.com. Hey, Holly, how are you today? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm awesome. So glad to have you here.
0: Thank you for having me on the show.
1: You're welcome. So I want to jump right in and Get the listeners to find a little bit about you. Take us back to when you were a little girl. And if you want to share with us your
0: upbringing, spiritual, religious, both, it was (laughs) non (laughs) existent. My mother is Christian, never took me to church. Uh, My stepdad was Catholic or is Catholic. Well, I mean, technically Catholic, but never, never been to church since I've known him. And my parents took me to church a couple of times only because we had moved to Reno and my stepdad had some family, some friends and, and they went to church. And so they invited us to church, but they never took me to Sunday school. So I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand, I didn't understand like the stories behind Christianity and I didn't have another option. And so I I had nothing. And so as a result, I grew up as I got into high school and college, I would say atheist, um, didn't believe in God, didn't believe in any of that stuff. And there was a very notable shift in my life from 2006. So not that long ago where I was reading a book and in the book, it said something about how I forget what the words were, but it was basically about, you know, you can choose to believe in God and, you know, then you can have that connection. And I was like, oh, I could just decide. (laughs) And so I thought, well, let's give that a try. And I did. And as a result, I ended up joining a spiritual group, which I'm still in. And yeah, but for my upbringing, just very, very nothing.
1: Wow. So was your... Was it just a decision that came to you or was this, was there something going on in your life or a precipice that just pushed you to?
0: Yeah, just not having, I was at a very difficult stage in my life. I was running a business. I was running my first business with my ex-husband. Relationship was difficult. He was a very difficult person. Things were kind of, it was a dark period of my life. And someone had given us this book that was written by someone who was kind of an had been in our spiritual group, my now my spiritual group for quite some time. And I remember when we were given the book, my ex-husband, who was very spiritual, read it right away. And he thought it was interesting. And I just, I said, you put it on the shelf. I'm not interested in that stuff. Not at all. And then something nudged me to pick up the book several months later and read it. And I was about a third of the way through it. When I just, it was like, I got it. I knew that that, group was for me. I knew that this was kind of, I was about to start a new phase of my life. And it was just literally making the decision that like, I will decide to believe.
1: Wow. You know, and it's, it's so interesting because I love, I always love talking about this because so many people will talk about either how they're brought up or they weren't brought up religious or spiritual. But there was always this shift. There was always something either, in usually it's internal, but mm. sometimes it's like these outside, like things are really tough or, you know, going through divorce or illness or something like that. And it's like listening to that inner voice. And I know you and I have spoke offline how important and wonderful this whole intuition thing is, because like me, I for a long time thought it was for very, very special people. And we both have agreed it's for everybody. So <laughs> you know, share that a little bit with the listeners, how you've come to kind of embrace that, the intuition for everyone.
0: well, I was so not intuitive. And in fact, for a big chunk of my life, I'd kind of gotten very much off track and out of touch with myself and just feeling really disconnected from myself. But that was kind of the norm for me. I just thought that's how, life was. And I I was aware that there were people who were very intuitive and very in touch with themselves and very connected. And it was like, I thought, well, just there's some people that have that skill and some people that don't. In addition, I have high functioning autism, formerly known as Asperger's. So I've always second-guessed myself because I always knew at some level that I was different from other people, but I didn't have the label for that until just a few years ago when all of a sudden my entire life made sense. So it was like I spent my whole life thinking I'm weird, I'm different, there's something wrong with me, and feeling very out of touch with myself because for a lot of the time I was trying to pretend to be normal like (laughs) all the other people. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Air quotes. So I was just very deeply disconnected from myself. It was like, I, I had no inner compass. I had no idea of what was right for me, what was wrong for me. It was like, I was, it was really awful. Like now in retrospect, I realized just how bad it was. Once I left that business and I started my new business and I trained as a coach and I trained in all these other things. And I started reconnecting with myself or started connecting with myself, really. And that just kind of deepened, you know, over time until it got to the point where I realized that this intuition thing was also something that you could develop. And I started working on developing the intuition. And it just completely changed my life. It's just given me such a sense of peace because I always know what decisions are right. I always know what people are right for me to connect with. I always know. it. I just know. And it's so... Uh, <laughs> it's it's just, it sounds great. It's so fantastic. And I'm so glad that I finally came to the realization that it's something you can develop, not something that you're either born with or not.
1: Absolutely. Now, when I talk to a lot of clients or I even teach intuition, we talk about the Claire's, which I'm sure you're aware of. I'm actually seeing you and actually feeling you through, you know, the airwaves. You must be a very empathic person, clairsentient, sentient, right? Yes. yes. So I can imagine growing up, not Feeling like you're fitting in and not feeling like something's off. Were you and do you still? I guess we can talk two ways. When you were growing up, not knowing and not understanding, did you just hold so much energy of other people's stuff and realize you didn't know that it wasn't yours? And then now, I guess in developing and and I know you've done some work with psy- psyche? Like psyche psyche is yeah. psyche so we want to talk about that as well so talk about because I there's so many people that They don't feel good. It's people's energies. They're empathic. They're clairsentient. And then they feel like something's wrong with them. Can you talk a little? I know I'm going to kind of push it over a little bit, but I can almost feel your empathic energy so strongly. (laughs) (laughs) And I can feel it right in my solar plexus. So that's, yeah. So all good.
0: Yeah. uh, But again, I didn't have the language for that back then. So, and it wasn't until very recently that I got the language for that to understand it and to put it into words and to be like, oh, this is what's happening to me. So it was like... I felt so many things so deeply, but again, I thought that was wrong because when I was a kid, I was a sensitive kid. And my, you know, I always used to hear from the adults in my life, you're so sensitive. Why are you so sensitive? Stop being so sensitive. And so I thought, well, that sensitive thing, that's bad. So clearly you've got to kind of build up the barriers. And as I was a child and as I was growing up, I built up some great barriers, um, some fantastic walls around me. And that also disconnected me from the intuition that also disconnected me from kind of that empathic connection because I thought, well, since it, being sensitive is bad, it's wrong. So I should just stop.
1: Okay. Yeah. Very true. Cause it's like, it's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. I'm not going to continue it. I'm not going to feel it. I'm not going to sense it.
0: Yeah. It was just another symptom of what was
1: wrong or different about me. Got it. Got it. Got rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me a little bit about the work. And I know that you've talked about it many times on the podcast. So Holly's podcast is Business Mindset Podcast about uh, Psyche. Am I Psy-K. saying correctly? Psyche. Yeah, and I've never heard it before. And I'm, I have to tell you, I'm very intrigued because I've heard a couple of your interviews and I'm like, hmm, what is that? What is that? That sounds so cool. Can you share a little bit about your journey with that?
0: Yeah, that was actually, I trained in Psyche in 2013, so four years ago. And that was a huge life shift for me. I was struggling with some personal stuff. Um, I'd already by that time trained as a coach back in 2011. I was like really kind of on the personal development journey and, and really connecting with myself, but had a lot of self esteem issues, lots of like low self confidence that was getting in the way of me trying to start this new business. And I ended up training in Psych K for personal reasons, because I also had some personal challenges that I was dealing with. So, this friend of mine in Argentina, who was a psychiatrist, had a very kind of alternative psychiatrist, had trained in Psych K. And he said, Look, this is a great technique. It'll change your life. Go train in it. He said, Don't even just bother going to a session with someone. Do the basic workshop. It's two days. Train in it and you'll see. So, I did. did the basic workshop, went home, started using it just compulsively it was like every night I would do about an hour's worth of work with myself started seeing massive changes in my life started seeing just things becoming easier being easier for me to make decisions to step out of my comfort zone things were changing so much and so I did the advanced workshop and I did the health and wellness workshop and I did I did them all um, and then a couple of years later I did them again because I was using the technique so much by then it was like I wanted to go through and kind of refresh the details and it just absolutely transformed my life, my business, I started using that technique to work with my clients. Last year, I channeled a new process, heart-centered energy work, which I'm so I'm using kind of both with clients, depending on what they want and need. But Psych K absolutely changed my life. And it it's so sad that so few people have heard of it because it's been around since the eighties and it was created or channeled by an American. So You'd think people would know about it. No,
1: I've never heard of it. And did you have to go to a center or were you able to do it online
0: or No, it's all in person, but there are trainers all over the world. So there's um there are now two trainers in the UK, but there was one back when I trained and I just I went wherever she was giving workshops because I wanted it so badly. Once I did the basic and I realized how powerful it was and how easy it was to use, I was just I would go wherever she was doing the workshops to do the advanced and the pro and the other ones. Very cool. Very cool.
1: So how do you use, you know, a lot of people ask this question or they're kind of intrigued. I don't know if they ask the question, but I think the intriguement of it is how is intuition? How do you put that into your business? Like how business always seems so black and white sometimes. And then if we have an intuitive business and we can feel and we can sense and we can know and kind of have that flow, you know, we think about flow, how has it changed your business and how do you apply it to your business?
0: I think one of the most important day-to-day ways that I apply it in my business is just making decisions. Like I just know what's right. So when it comes to someone pitching me that they want to be on my podcast, check them out and I immediately get a gut reaction from their website. Not, not even before I read it. It's like my eyes kind of glaze over it and it's like, yes or no. Same thing when it comes to, you know, clients, I have a discovery call with a client. It's really easy for me to tell whether we're a good fit or we're not. And if we're not, who can I refer them to so that they still get the help, but just not for me. Decisions are so, so easy because I have such a strong inner compass and I get that gut feeling. It's just like, yes or no. Wow.
1: So it's all coming down to just keep developing that muscle, it sounds like, and trusting that aha moment or that gut feeling. And what happens when you don't trust it? What
0: have you. Things don't go well. (laughs) (laughs) My gut is smarter than my head because I don't always listen to it. One thing that I've learned is that the easiest way to kind of turn up the volume on those intuitive messages is by listening to it and taking action on the stuff that it tells me to do, whether that's decision making or new dire- directions for my business or new creative things to do or that kind of thing. When I take action, it means that the future messages that come in are so much more clear. When I don't take action, that's when things go wrong because I've made the wrong decision for myself. So. And that's another thing that I've really had to kind of hone because my gut will tell me something and then my head will be like, no, 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 no. Because this, something logical. And then I'll be like, oh, well, that totally makes sense. So I won't do that. And then it's like not too long after I make that decision, I realize my head was wrong. My gut was right. So it, things just don't flow as easily. They don't go as well when I, Step in and contradict what my gut says.
1: And when your client, when you're working with coaching, with you work mostly with women, I believe, correct? Yeah. And when they, so how how would you help them or guide them? Or coach them, however you want to look at it, to open themselves up to intuition.
0: Well that's something that comes up quite often in the sessions because as I'm kind of coaching them to get to the root of their issues so that we can then use either heart-centered energy work or Psych to release their blocks or fears or whatever it is that's going on. Oftentimes clients will try to give me the responsibility and I'll say, well, okay, so we have this issue. How would you like to approach it? We can do this, we can do that, we can do that. And they'll go, Oh, well, what do you think is best? And then I always put it back on them and say, "What do you think? Like, w- listen to your gut. What's the first thing that pops into your head?" I try to guide them to make the decision themselves because I don't want to make the decision for them. I want to empower them to make their own decisions because that's what's going to be most effective for them. Right.
1: And I I, I absolutely agree. You know, I have, have followed for many many years. I followed many different teachers and intuitives and mediums. And even though I do that work, the the biggest and passionate work I have is that co-create with spirit, co-create with your inner self, connect to that GPS, right? To the, to you, because that's when it's not about going and getting like fortune telling. It's more about, can you listen to that inner voice? And, you know, there are many tools we can use that get us there and have people and mentors and coaches, which I absolutely are just amazing and believe in, but how do we listen inside? Because that's how, that's, that's that connection. That's the, how, that's how we co-create with spirit. I feel like that feeling of, okay, I got this hit, this feels good, or I just know it is right. And I'm going to go for it. You know, it's when we looking outside of ourselves, you know, I have, I have a lot of people and, and it's so interesting because of doing this work and giving intuitive readings. I always, Um, It's always interesting for me because I really truly believe it's a healing. So when people come and sit and have an intuitive reading... I'm always explaining before they start, this may be a very different reading than you've gotten before because it's not about me telling you the future or what will happen. It's getting you to think. I think of it more like coaching. Well, I don't really call it coaching, but it's more about intuiting yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like co-creating with that voice. And a lot of it is validation. And that's what I love what, what you're, you're doing as well because you're allowing the person to say, Oh, I, I I do have that thought. That feels really good. I'm going to do that, and then there's the empowerment, right? Yeah. So it's 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 so great, and I I know exactly how you feel with people say being in flow or listening to your inner guidance and you know, there are times that I don't, and the same thing, they don't go as well. But the more you trust it and the more you build the muscle, it's like going to the gym, right? If you go to the gym and you pick the weight up a hundred times, you're going to have a developed muscle. So it's the more and more that we use the intuition that we can put it into our life and into our business. And then ultimately we're helping people. You're serving, Look at you're in service. So
0: yeah, exactly. That's a
1: beautiful thing. Really wonderful thing. So anything you want to share, what's coming up for you next? Where can people find you? What's There's just so many exciting things that you're doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, people can always find me at my website, hollywharton.com. And that's W-O-R-T-O-N. And that links to all my social networks, my YouTube channel, all that stuff, podcast. I'm just waiting. Actually, that's an interesting question. I'm waiting for the next kind of download of the next level of my heart-centered energy work process. I've just kind of received the message that there's going to be an upgrade to it. So I'm very excited about that. So... We shall see when that comes in, how it is, what it is. Um, but I'm very excited about that because it's been so much fun to receive that process and to use it to work with people.
1: Now, when you receive, I know you mentioned earlier, kind of this feeling of channeling. Do you feel like it's a channeled kind of energy for you?
0: Yeah, well, I, ch- I do verbally channel my guides. So that is something that's it's part of my life and it's part of my business. And last year I had received the message that I was going to receive a new process that I would bring into the world and use to work with people and really struggled with that because they had said it's going to come in in a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks go by, it doesn't come in. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And they're like, you're not making the space for it. Um, So it ended up being an issue of making the time, making the space to just sit and receive it. Cause obviously it's not going to come in when I'm going about my day, writing my emails. I had to be, I had to get quiet just like everything else with your intuition. (laughs)
1: Right. Absolutely. And what are some of the ways that uh, work for you to get quiet? Is it meditation, prayer, journaling, all the above?
0: Yeah, I'd say all of the above. I don't meditate too much. I do some spiritual exercises from my spiritual group that are kind of like meditation. Um, Journaling. I love journaling. I love just walking in nature. Um, some of the books that I've written have been about my long distance walks that I do. Um, I love getting out in nature and just walking, just did a three day walk last weekend. So it's, yeah, it's something that I really, really love. It really helps me to just kind of disconnect from the daily life and kind of clear out my brain and get ready to receive.
1: I love that. And I have, and I have to tell you guys, you have to follow Holly on Instagram because I love all your pictures and I love where you're going and all your scenery. It's like, wow, it's just, it's always so beautiful. But, and what an adventure. I mean, I'm always one of these people like three day walk, like where's my phone? I mean, the, I can disconnect, but you know, sometimes when I've listened to some of your, some of your podcasts and interviews, I'm like that's a long time. Like, wow, I give her so much credit. You know, it's always like that inner part of you, you see and go, wow, could I do that? (laughs) But how exciting that is to connect to that and to get out in nature and to disconnect from the outside, but really, really connect with, with the inside. So.
0: Yeah. And that's why I write those books to give other women the idea of what it's like and that it's possible for them.
1: Yeah. So much possibility. Well, you're, just a shining star to so many women and empowering so many women and all the beautiful work you have ahead of you. So we're excited to hear on your next journey. And, um, it's just been a pleasure to have you on. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's been great speaking with you. Yeah. Have a great day. Thanks.